1: Dietz & Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzAndWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew.
0: And I'm Molly.
1: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
0: Today, we are talking about sweet cereals. Again,
1: today, what's the speech from Independence Day Today? We declare our Independence Day. I don't think that's what he says.
0: I was actually hmm, I was thinking more like maybe four score. I was trying to figure out how many years ago it would have been that we did episode 15, which was when we first did breakfast cereals.
1: Okay, well, definitely four score and some <laughs> seven years ago. years ago. So people don't don't people don't score anymore because because we can't get close enough to each other to score. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so hold on. We did an episode, episode 15. This was close to a decade ago. Yes. Was on breakfast cereals. And back then we talked about... You know, your usual lineup, the Honey Nut Cheerios, the Cracklin' Oat brand, Lucky Charms, etc. Yes. Here we are at episode 415. For those I, of you ma- math nerds, that's 440 episodes later.
1: I think it's 455.
0: Whoops, that was what I meant to say. What did I actually say?
1: Well, you, you said you, you went two <laughs> score too low and said
0: 415. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Okay, for all of us math nerds out here, I'm really good at reading numbers. 455. Sweet Cereals Revisited. That's where we are today.
1: Ooh, ooh, can I mention something before we get too deep into the cereal box? Yeah. Uh, Spilled Milk now has transcripts available. We've been doing it for like the last three or four episodes, and Mm -hmm. we're going to keep doing it, as far as I know. And you can get them at spilledmilkpodcast.com slash transcripts.
0: You know, when I was writing The Fixed Stars, I loved being able to access transcripts on like NPR yes. from like fresh air interviews and stuff. I wonder what kind of a book somebody might access our transcripts in the course of writing.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I'm glad to hear that we've closed the gap with NPR like <laughs> yeah. considerably.
0: Yeah, we finally are doing everything they are.
1: I mean, my name was mentioned as special thanks on on Planet Money, even though they didn't use my interview, which is fine. And we started doing transcripts just like NPR. We have a tiny desk and and like Taylor I, I Swift was, is gonna pop up from behind it and sing a song.
0: I was on All things considered. Yes. last month. We are NPR.
1: Okay, yeah. turn to us first thing in the morning for, for everything you need to know. hard news.
0: Yep. Like, uh, what are the new breakfast cereals? What
1: are the new breakfast cereals? And, oh, we've got a cereal quiz coming up. This is our Pledge Drive episode, and we're going to do the cereal quiz, I think, after the Pledge Drive message, because then you have to listen to the Pledge Drive message.
0: Oh, that's very sneaky. Pretty good. Pretty
1: sneaky, right? Mm -hmm. We've learned over over the course of these scores of episodes to be (laughs) sneakier than we used to be.
0: So, Matthew, memory lane here. Uh is our memory lane
1: Well, we've talked we should talk about like what what sweet cereals, if any, we remember from when we were young and where were we allowed to eat them?
0: Okay. So when I was a kid, um, I think a lot of the the things that I considered sweet cereals were not sweet maybe by other people's family yeah, standards. I know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, Cracklin' Oat Brand, for instance, was like a special occasion cereal for us. Oh, yeah. For me, too hmm Let's see. What else? Do you remember when Quaker 100% Natural came out?
1: Oh, a very controversial cereal.
0: Oh, really? It oh, was like, yes. It was like the first mainstream granola that I was aware of,
1: um, It was controversial, I think, because it was made with coconut oil, and so it had saturated fat in it, and that was a thing we cared about.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Well, anyway, that was... If you looked at the the fine print, that was a very sugary cereal. Oh, of course. I think most of the world didn't look at it that way.
1: To the to the uh, gripping controversy around that cereal, it was all anyone could talk about (laughs) throughout most of the (laughs) eighties.
0: Well, uh, I was allowed to have that on special occasions, Uh and then, but but the real sugar cereals, by anyone's definition, I was allowed to have when we were traveling. If we were staying in a hotel or something where we were having breakfast, um, maybe there would be those individual cereal boxes and I would always pick out Frosted Flakes. Yes. Or if we were traveling and we were like staying in someone's house or we were somewhere for a long time and we we got uh, groceries, I was allowed to pick out something really gnarly (sighs) like um, Fruity
1: Pebbles. Nice okay so as we've mentioned before my mom had a rule that a uh, a sugary cereal was anything with over six grams of sugar per serving and she would never buy anything with more than six grams of sugar I think I think that meant I maxed out at around uh Kellogg's corn bran which uh, I don't think exists anymore but I think had <laughs> six is, grams of sugar that
0: is the sexiest cereal name ever. <laughs> I know. Kellogg's oh. Corn Brand.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to say a whole bunch <laughs> of cereal names in a little bit, and, like, n- <laughs> no one would launch Corn Brand anymore. Like, that would just go straight into the garbage.
0: Okay, so, wait. Was it made with—wait, does corn even have a brand, or was it corn plus wheat bran?
1: Not sure. I, <laughs> uh, I, uh— that's a good okay. question. I don't know if corn has a bran. I think it was a mix of corn and wheat bran probably. Okay. It was like little pillow shaped, kind of like uh, kind of like oatmeal squares.
0: Where does Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> fit into the the, you know, sugar per per serving?
1: It's pretty high. It's certainly okay. over 6. I know that. Um, so
0: you weren't allowed to have Honey Nut Cheerios?
1: No, we were allowed to have regular Cheerios. Wow. Okay. I, obviously, like as God. soon as I got to a friend's house, I would rip open the cupboard, you <laughs> know, tear a box of cereal in half with my bare hands, and just uh, go face first into it. This Corn is- pops, Honey Smacks, Frosted Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, whatever the fuck is in there, like I, it's gone.
0: Corn pops, I never understood. Those were just so weird. Like, the flavor was weird. The texture was weird. They got sticky in the box. Like, I I didn't understand why anybody would want those.
1: I think corn pops are made with, like, the sugary sludge left over after making (laughs) corn bran. And they they just, like, sort of inject it with an air compressor somehow.
0: That's perfect. I remember going over to my friend Jennifer's house. Uh, Longtime listeners may remember me talking about Jennifer on many occasions. She was my best friend. And her mother, Linda is the one who I always think of as really knowing how to live.
1: Linda Pascal.
0: Linda Pascal. yeah. Linda Paschal uh, with the box of Franzia in the fridge, the large, um, you know, plastic glasses that she would put a lot of ice in and she would carry them out by the pool. Yes. Um, she always made gazpacho and drank it out by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> she made a really good chocolate cream pie. Oh, my gosh. I also always picture her wearing, like, a visor that would kind of push her hair up in yes. the front. yes. Yes, she was the ultimate. She was the cool mom, and she slept in.
1: Oh my, wow, my, That's great. my parents
0: like woke up first thing in the morning. My mom was at like a six a.m. aerobics class.
1: Oh yeah, that that would not have happened in my house. No. Um, do do people still wear visors like outside of like a oh visors, golf course scenario? Visors
0: are back. <gasps> Yeah, oh. actually, I think visors were back a couple of years ago, and we okay. already missed it. So visors are
1: gone again. Okay, you, this tu- tune in first thing in the morning to Spilled Milk for the fashion news that you need. I've been I've been having kind of a fashion dilemma lately, which is uh, I know the answer, but somehow it's still a dilemma. Like it's okay for me to just wear the same V neck T shirt in different colors every single day all summer, right? Oh, absolutely. And on into fall? Okay.
0: 100%. Because
1: I'm trying to do laundry less often, and so, like, I'm going to buy, like, a couple more T-shirts. And, like, I'm just going to buy the same T-shirts I bought last time. That's okay, right?
0: Oh, I think that this is a completely normal, acceptable, and even laudable wardrobe
1: choice. Okay.
0: I think that a lot of people actually fashion bloggers and things would, would call this like your maybe your like capsule wardrobe
1: Oh it's I didn't even know that was a term Well uh, the
0: idea being that you have like a few key pieces that you can put together I mean this isn't really a capsule but the idea <laughs> that you have like s- like limited your choices so that it is easy and always like looks good
1: okay well I I was I was pleased because um, uh, I guess I have to work this into every episode like I, uh, I had my uh, Skype voice lesson with my voice teacher Doug. <laughs> Oh, who's like we a, a, a young uh, Australian guy who's in like a pop, pop punk band. And he was wearing like the same gray V-neck T-shirt as me. So I'm like, OK, I'm probably fine.
0: Yeah, I think that in general, solid color shirts <laughs> uh-huh. that are like not too tight or too loose are timeless.
1: Um, yeah, then I was wondering, it, like, should I wear like an ironic shirt that says like, you know, bacon or lobster on it? <laughs> You know, yeah, those but, ironic lobster shirts.
0: But I think lobster like also has like a, a connotation among like like some people who are like newlyweds and stuff. Oh, like, it's like oh, a thing from friends. Like you're, you're my lobster. Yes. Like we're made it for life. Or, yes. And right? I'm gonna
1: and I'm gonna boil you.
0: And I'm gonna boil you.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be I'm gonna boil um, you in love.
0: I'm gonna plunge you in the boiling hot pot of my love.
1: Okay. That does <laughs> that does sound like something newlyweds would say.
0: You know, so in our household, I want to come back to the the laundry topic, yes, yes. which which is so so right on target for our sweet cereals episode. It is not at all. So Ash goes through a lot of clothing weekly.
1: <laughs> okay, like
0: so, Ash generates so much laundry. How and it? Well, so when they worked outside the house, like when we could all leave our houses. When Ash saw clients or worked in an office, they would get up in the morning. They would put on whatever they were wearing to work. They would come home. They would change into, like, comfy clothes. So that would, for them, generally be, like, shorts and a T-shirt or sweatpants and a sweatshirt. They would wear that until bedtime when they took a shower. And then they would put on, like, a T-shirt and a pair of underwear to sleep. Okay. This is three sets of clothing per day.
1: Yeah, that's if you're a counting. lot. counting
0: and i was like ash is there any chance that you could maybe like rewear some of this clothing yeah that's like, a that's
1: a tough ask though cuz like i mean that's a really personal routine but it, i
0: was still like i'm not I, saying it was
1: wrong to ask i'm saying like no, if, no. I, if i were in your I, position i would feel like you know sorry but
0: well it was such a staggering amount of laundry that i felt okay asking because yeah. i was like this is this is a lot of laundry and we don't really need to be doing this quantity mm mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's gotten better. How, how are
1: they going to feel about you uh, airing this dirty laundry, so to speak, oh. <laughs> on the podcast?
0: Well, um, well, here, on the other hand, I'm at the other extreme, which is Oh, you that stink. I stink. like So, Ash is a shower-everyday kind of person. I Today, I finally forced myself to shower, Matthew, and it had been four days. Mm-hmm. And I frequently, when we do laundry, the only thing that comes like out of the laundry clean for me, because all the rest I, that makes it sound like there's a lot of my stuff we just have to throw away.
1: Oh, I thought you meant I thought it implied that like you do the laundry and somehow it's still dirty when it comes out because it was so filthy going in.
0: I'm like Pig Pen. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is frequently when we go to fold a thing of laundry, all that's in there for me is like one bra and eight pairs of underwear. Yeah, there you go. So because the rest of it I'm like re-wearing like this summer I've had a jumpsuit that I've worn a lot and I will wear this jumpsuit like five days in a row but it still doesn't get dirty because it's so loose fitting
1: yeah well like like when when like anthropologists dig through uh, you know your your buried um, home like thousands of years from now they're gonna be like someone someone who lived here who had two two breasts and eight butts <laughs> yeah
0: Exactly <laughs> Anyway But yeah So so Ash and I are at like Two opposite extremes And I think that our listeners Will have strong opinions About which one of us They relate yeah. to more
1: Oh wow That's really Wow It's, it's such a dichotomy Yeah Okay, so I realized something as we were talking about, uh, like, trying trying to find opportunities to snarf sweet cereals as children. I want to be, like, my goal for, like, when we're allowed to start having friends over again is I want to be known among Iris' friends as, like, a good snack house.
0: Yeah, I really, I aspire to be the house where, like, kids want to hang out.
1: Yes. Like, we got, we've got good music. And part of that is music, being a good snack house. Like, like cool music, like Pearl Jam um and <laughs> yeah. um and we got we got like a cinnamon toast crunch you might find in the cupboard like some kind of cookie uh on top of the fridge maybe some sour cream and onion lays
0: this is great what yeah. what else do you think it takes to be the household where the kids where the kids want to <sighs> hang out
1: ah uh, that's a good question like like a, a, probably a rotating disco ball would be good and I guess
0: it depends upon what your kid, what your kid and their friends are like.
1: Well, like to yeah, I was going to say to jump, to jump like to the end of of the notes we made for the upcoming pledge drive message, which is coming up in just a minute. The last thing on the list just says lubricate exclamation <laughs> point. I don't know why we wrote this, but Did maybe Abby that's, want
0: us to drink before we recorded this. segment? Oh,
1: maybe, but it's it's ten a.m. <laughs>
0: That's true. I haven't even I've been waiting. I've had a nectarine and a cup of coffee. I'm waiting to eat sugar cereals for yep. breakfast.
1: OK, we got OK, we got to get to that enough. <clears throat> enough about this, like, you know, cool drug house that you're providing for, <laughs> for your child's friends. So, as you know, Molly and the listener, this show runs on listener pledges. Just like nPR
0: it runs on listener pledges and pure hot air,
1: yes, we have some sort of like uh uh you know fusion nuclear fusion engine that says very secret technology that's powering this show and, and you have to feed money into it to keep it going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like uh, america it's it, well let's let's try and not tie ourselves to that sinking ship too closely oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, but
0: but really it never occurred to me um all the things that go into making a podcast, right?
1: So it takes it takes audio hosting. Mm-hmm. It takes uh above all it takes our time. Yes. You know, three three grown-up adult people who, who are getting older every day and, you know, have expenses just like you do. And we put a ton of time into this show. We pay uh, producer Abby a salary.
0: So uh, so here's the thing. We also know that this is a really strange time to be alive. This is a strange time to be trying to record a pledge drive message. Yeah. Because we all are going through various levels of, of challenges, financially and otherwise.
1: Right. So we want to make clear... If you are not in a position to give to the show at this point, don't. We're we're not yeah, expecting that. Absolutely. Should spilled milk be like the first on your list of, of financial obligations? No. Obviously no. not. It and should be will, third.
0: I was going to say second. Okay, but um, we should also say that that this show is free and will continue to be free.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Like we didn't talk about this, and uh, maybe this is something I should not offer to people. But like, if you're not in a position to donate, but you really want to hear the bonus episodes, send me an email at contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. dot com. I'll hook you up.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so generous. So anyway, yes, we get it. If you can't donate at this time, please don't. But if you can, hear us out.
1: Yes, we have so much to offer you, I think.
0: <laughs> we. I, I think number one right now is that uh, we provide escapism.
1: If you are locked in some sort of box on stage, and uh, if you're David Blaine, and, you're, and you've, you've put yourself into some sort of weird box, and you don't know how to get out, we can help.
0: If you find yourself working from home with your significant other all the time, that's a box that you're trapped in. Exactly. We can provide escapism. We
1: are all David Blaine now.
0: We are,
1: unless David Blaine did something that he was canceled for, which sounds sort of familiar. In which case, we're not. We're someone. Okay. We're someone better. Okay. Um, we're Doug Hanning.
0: I don't know. He's, a, he's
1: a, a a Canadian magician that died very hippie-ish, Died many years ago.
0: How about just we're
1: Houdini? We're Houdini. Um, there we go. And uh, we can help you escape from from that lockbox that you find yourself in just by putting us in your ears.
0: Yes, and in addition to helping you escape, we will entertain you while we're helping you escape.
1: Okay? That's right.
0: So here are the many ways that that we can offer entertainment.
1: That's right. Never... By the time you finish listening to an episode of Spilled Milk, you'll be entertained and you will also be outside your house. You're not going to be sure how you got there. You're going to be very dazed and confused. Okay.
0: So we do these episodes uh, where we talk loosely about food. Uh, we also make a bunch of dumb jokes. We also, I don't know about our listeners, but I have over the years learned so much about great recipes, cooking techniques, all kinds of stuff that is actually informative from this show.
1: We've learned from our own show. Yeah, that's true.
0: Absolutely. The other thing I want to say, and I know that that this is, uh, you know, a, a little bit uh, off the spilled milk topic, but we also brought you a free podcast called Dire Desires. It came out in May of 2020. It was a movie podcast Producer Abby got a lot of compliments about her voice.
1: Yes. Abby wrote on our, on the agenda for the pledge drive, read that great feedback email about Abby's voice.
0: Anyway, yes. Yeah, so so here at Spilled Milk, um, we make this show because we need to escape and, and we we'll, we bring you along with us in, in all sorts of different ways.
1: That's right. We're like we're like Pied Pipers of a sort. Was a Pi the Pied Piper a good guy or a bad guy? <laughs> Not sure. Okay. It, I, we, I, okay. We chased snakes out of Ireland, I think is what we're trying to say.
0: So anyway, Matthew, so so what does it look like for a listener to uh, to support the show? What what can that look like?
1: Here's what it looks like. You go to com slash donate and you choose a subscription level. For American $5 a month, uh, that's the Little Limber Twig level. And you get uh, the bonus episodes going all the way back to the original bonus episode. I think we're up to like at least 20 bonus episodes at this point. Mm -hmm. And we have a new one coming very soon that is uh, the teen slang episode where producer Abby, who is not a teen but but is closer to being a teen than to our age, will share some teen slang with us and we have to guess what it means. So I'm I'm looking forward to to that. I'm not going to get any of them right. You get a newsletter written by me. Uh, I used to call it a monthly newsletter, but does it actually come out monthly? No, but it's it's pretty good when it does come out. It tells you like... uh, What we're what we're enjoying in terms of like culture lately that we recommend music, TV, movies, that sort of thing, books, uh, podcasts, and it uh, tells you what's coming up uh, in the next few weeks on Spilled Milk. So you're you've got the uh, the secret hookup.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it
1: tells you about all of our secret hookups.
0: Okay, Matthew. They also get a handwritten thank you postcard from the two of That's us. That's right. And this is all at the $5 a month level, which yes. is the little limber twig level. These are All the levels are uh, are named after types, uh, uh, like species of, of fruits and
1: vegetables. Yep. Two of them are apples, and the third is not. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, what if you want to give a little more than that? What do people get if they go $10 a month?
0: Oh, well, they get to call themselves magnum bonum sustaining members, mm-hmm. for one thing. I think that is a reward enough. I think but so, also, yeah. So don't they get a piece of merch?
1: They do get a piece of merch. Uh, they get a spilled milk tote bag, mug, or t-shirt. Awesome. Along with everything at the $5 level.
0: Yep. And then what if you want to give more than that?
1: Well, I would recommend that people go Glycine Max Super mm. Member. That's $20 mm. a month. And at the Super Member level, you get all of the things from the $5 level the newsletter, the postcard, the bonus episodes. Uh, you get the piece of merch from the $10 level. And you get uh, just once, but it's worth it, a snack box of hand selected, perfectly engineered food product style snacks packed lovingly by us. We always throw in a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, even though you can get those anyway, just because we love you. And uh, we send that from our house to yours.
0: And in the past, these boxes have included such things as like various Japanese gummies that are hard to find. Also, an amazing candy bar called Walter's Mandler.
1: Yes. Oh, Um, I hope we can get Walter's. I don't want to promise Walter's Mandler this year, because I don't know for sure if we can get it, but we will do our utmost.
0: But we, we choose our very favorite things, most of them being a, a bit hard to find, and send them directly to you. So that's at the $20 a month level.
1: If we can't get Walter's mandler, we will, we will ask Walter, who I think is a fictional character, to call you and leave you, <laughs> and leave you a voicemail.
0: Great. Okay. So these are our three levels: five dollars a month, ten dollars a month, twenty dollars a month. Yes. And these are all, you know, uh, recurring charges. We don't. We don't generally do one-time donations. Is no, that right? in fact, we
1: don't at all because the show has ongoing expenses, and so that's how we need to be funded as well. Yeah. Again, if you are not in a position to do that at this point, don't.
0: So Matthew, usually when we do this pledge drive, we set some goals
1: for ourselves
0: to to uh, to incentivize. <laughs> Our our listeners uh, okay. to, to to try to get us to do these things.
1: So we got we got a little silly during our during our pledge drive prep, prep meeting. and talked about what we would go, do if we got ten thousand new subscribers. <laughs> it says for eleven thousand uh, we'll get wait, Dennis wait. Quaid on the show, and at five thousand we'll get Randy Quaid on the show. <laughs> um, we're those are not realistic numbers, but I want to I want to actually do one of the things that we that we joked about. Like I don't know when we'll be able to do it, but if we get sixty new or upgrading subscribers, again, I am I am going off script. <laughs> um, I somebody, don't know what you are going to say. In the words of Jim Carrey, "Somebody stop me." Molly is going to teach me to drive.
0: Wait a minute. I thought that was at the, the 10,000 subscribers I just, level. I
1: just made an executive decision <laughs> to reduce it to, from 10,000 to 60.
0: Okay. Matthew has not driven in uh, what? Uh, have you? Eight years?
1: Eight years. The last okay. time I drove a car was around August 2012. Okay. I don't have a driver's license.
0: Perfect. So if we hit 60 new or upgrading subscribers, I am going to teach Matthew Reteach Matthew how to drive a car, and I will let him drive my car.
1: Yes, this will happen in in a parking lot somewhere in Seattle, live
0: uh, on Instagram. Live on
1: Instagram. We'll also make it a bonus episode. Uh, we will not do this until until it's uh, safe to do so. I mean, it'll never be safe for me to drive a car, <laughs> but like safe for us to like spend time together in a car. Okay. Um, yeah, I think like teaching someone to drive is like the worst thing you can possibly do for a friendship or family relationship, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that is how, you know, we, so, you know, we, they're always, you know, there are so many, what am I trying to say?
1: <laughs> I, so, I don't you know. I don't hold, know. On,
0: hold on. So relationships between teenagers and their parents, notoriously fraught, right? Right. You know why they're fraught? Because parents are always teaching their kids how to drive,
1: Exactly. I have not done that.
0: Ignites the whole relationship.
1: It does. It ignites the relationship. That sounds (laughs) sounds very positive. In a bad way. In a
0: bad way. It sends it up in flames. Right, right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so this show. When we hit 60 new or upgrading subscribers, we are going to ignite this show. That's right. In my car.
1: Well, and also, like you can, maybe you can use this show to ignite your relationship. Especially like, you know, you you and and your and your loved ones should gather around and listen to Dire Desires together. It's a very sexy podcast.
0: You get to also hear my sexy voice.
1: Yes, which is which is amazing and like it's been way too long since I've heard it. I should listen to back issues, back issues. I should order some back issues of our magazine.
0: Uh Matthew, it just occurred to me that while I'm teaching you to drive in a parking lot in my car, we should also. Do you remember when we were doing the episode on whatever it was, dried fruit or brandy or something, when we started talking about the game Snapdragon? Oh, we or should something?
1: play that while in that, your that car? We,
0: we found on Wikipedia. But do you remember how we joked about how you could? I don't even know how we got on
1: this. That you could play it in the car? Or well we joked.
0: We joked about playing it in the car
1: and with the sunroof. With the sun open, so the flames would have a place and to escape.
0: When I try to actually like backtrack to figure out how we got to some of our most ridiculous jokes, I absolutely cannot.
1: Well, this is why we're now doing transcripts, so future generations will be able to, <laughs> like, you know, like that guy who used to have the PBS show where he would make connections, uh, like, like going back through history, like, you know, uh, somebody domesticated a horse, and that means. Meant that this king lost his throne <laughs> and uh, <laughs> James, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, it's gonna be just like that, only with our dumb jokes.
0: Okay, great. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, okay, so we are looking for 60 new or upgrading subscribers. Yes,
1: and I mean, if we get 11,000, we will get Dennis Quaid on the show.
0: I'm not sure how, but I will, uh, uh, I'll figure it out, and then then we can finally maybe use like a, a new hashtag, maybe like spilled Quaid or. Mm-hmm or um or quade
1: milk I don't like that at all I <laughs> regretted de- saying it immediately Dennis milk Dennis milk <laughs> uh, all right so uh, please uh, let people know tweet about the show use the hashtag Dennis milk as always um, again the, the link is spilled slash donate become a subscriber today we really need your help thank you so much for listening to the show.
0: I don't think I've ever cried so much during a pledge drive. It's
1: ca- it's okay. I think I think uh, like you know tears get viewers. Like if it if it if it cries, it, it, it's no lie.
0: Wow, I think I needed to like have a good cry today. Okay, yeah, that's
1: good. That's why it says lubricate on on the pledge drive message. You're lubricating your eye sockets. Oh God! And face.
0: This show provides me escapism, and it, like, milks my tears out.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Hashtag (laughs) (laughs) iMilk. Um... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Okay, I think I need to eat some cereal.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's start eating some cereal. Why don't, why don't you start eating cereal? Um, I'm just going to, like, stare at this bottle of milk. I have So I have this gallon jug of milk sitting on the table in front of me. I got it out of the fridge before we started recording, so it's now been sitting out for 45 minutes. And it has the expiration date very pro- prominently, like right above, like the top edge of my laptop screen. And the expiration date is September 11th. Oh, so that's what I've been staring at. Um, okay. So you start, you start eating cereal, and so, I'm going to yeah. give you a cereal quiz.
0: Okay. Uh, and you know what? On.
1: I'm going to eat cereal during the quiz because I'm hungry and I don't want to wait to eat cereal. Wait,
0: Matthew, let's make sure we're eating the same cereal at the same time.
1: uh, Right. Should we just say what cereals we're going to be tasting today? Yeah.
0: yeah. And let's talk about how you picked them out. You picked them out,
1: by the way. I went to Safeway and I wanted to pick... Obviously, like sugary junk cereals that I had never tried before. I don't want to. I don't want to like say for sure that these are all like very new because it could be. I j- just I didn't notice them before, but they're definitely ones I've never had before. None of them were quite as like out there as I was hoping to find. Like I didn't find like the, the Baby Yoda cereal, which is a real thing. But I I'm I'm excited for all of them. Where, where do you think we should start? The here are the four cereals: Lucky Charms, Honey Clovers, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Churros, Hershey's Kisses. And honey made s'mores. Mm. Did you already pour something? I'm having honey made s'mores. Okay. I'll
0: oh, start, I like this. I'll start a lot. there too.
1: I, this is one that I was that was especially excited for. Mm. I assume that the squares are going to be like golden grams, right? Mm. Oh, I just poured like a full sized bowl of cereal. Mm. 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 I think I think Molly likes it.
0: Mm. Also, I just discovered. So we're recording this episode on September 3rd. Oh, and- good.
1: My milk hasn't expired yet.
0: I just discovered that my milk expired August 20th, but but it tastes fine. Okay, good. Oh, my God. I love this cereal. Mm. Right? Isn't this a great cereal? This is superb. The graham really tastes like graham, Mm -hmm. and the marshmallows and the chocolate are not as sugary as I would have thought.
1: Yeah, normally I'm not a big fan of a marshmallow cereal, but I'll make an exception for this one.
0: Oh, I really like this. This is great. Oh, Mm. yeah. Oh god, thank you Matthew. So I drove over to Matthew's a couple days ago to pick up a bag of oh, yeah. a bag, a bag containing small bags. There was like there was a cereal drug cereals. deal
1: going on outside of my house. Like I passed Molly like four Ziploc quart-size bags with with just loose cereal in them.
0: And I had June with me and I as I drove home, she um, went through the bags of cereal. And read them aloud to me, and mm. right away I, I knew the Honey made S'mores was what I was most interested in. I, I will tell you more about her responses to the other cereals as we oh, I'm as very we excited for it. that. But she was not that excited about trying the Honey S'mores, and she hasn't even tried mm. them yet. Mm. Aren't these so good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So whenever you're ready, should we should we go into the cereal quiz before we move on to cereal number two?
1: Yeah, I, I want to say one more thing about the S'mores cereal besides like buy it immediately. I think what I like about it is that the marshmallows are plain. Like. Yeah. They're not, they're not like fruit flavored marshmallows or anything. So it's just it's just like a golden graham style it's not a flake. What would you what would you call like a square? A square. Um, and then like a cocoa uh, crispy, cocoa pebble. Mm-hmm. No. Cocoa puff. If,
0: yes, a cocoa puff. And
1: then and then little plain marshmallows.
0: I mean I could go for more chocolatey flavor, but yeah. but whatever. I mean, I'm not looking for true mm. chocolate flavor in my sugar cereals, are you?
1: What if I just like threw some chocolate chips in the bowl?
0: I think that could be great. hmm Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Cereal quiz. Ready.
1: So I got all the all the real serials from a great website called seriallessly.net. Okay. C-E-R-E-A-L-O-U-S-L-Y.net. I love that it it is like like a classic blog design that looks like the theme hasn't been updated since like two thousand five. And uh, and they just bring you like everything, everything important, all the important news that's serial related. Okay. Okay. And so let's do it. Great. Smart food, Cap'n Crunch's Crunch Berries Popcorn. Wait, is that one? That's all one thing.
0: I'm going to say that's real.
1: It's it's real, but it's not a cereal. So, yes.
0: Wait, will you read it again?
1: Smart food, Cap'n Crunch's Crunch Berries popcorn. So, it's a okay, bag of so popcorn it's, it's that a, has crunch berries in it.
0: That is so messed up.
1: Yeah. That is weird. So, one, one thing that we're going to come across again in this list is that, like, when cereal makers run out of ideas, they just put two things in the same box.
0: Okay. I'm, okay. okay.
1: Cookies and cream crispies. Real. Real. Wendy's Frosty Flakes.
0: Oh, that's fake, but I wish it were real. I
1: know. I, I, I thought of it last night, I was like, I fucking wish I lived in the world where, like, I wouldn't change anything about the world we're living in, except <laughs> I wish we had Wendy's cereal. Yes. It'd be Absolutely. like malt flavored. That would fix everything. Minecraft Creeper Crunch. It's gotta be real. It is real. I don't know anything about Minecraft. I don't know what a creeper is. I know what a creeper is outside of Minecraft, and... <laughs> Like it seems weird to buy cereal with a, with that says creeper on it, but okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Funfetti cereal.
0: Uh, that's gotta be real. It's real. Okay.
1: Tropical fruit loops.
0: Oh god, that's I that's unfortunate, but probably real.
1: Yep. I think you're gonna get a hundred percent on this. Okay. Uh Captain Morgan's spiced rum sparkles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fake
1: I think I was hungry last night I was just like These are the cereals I wish I could try
0: <laughs> Okay Chocolate
1: okay. ego cereal That's real Yes Chocolate Life
0: That's fake It's real Oh I, I was going to say I've never seen it So I've never seen it either Okay Well I'm glad to know That's real I bet that's really good
1: Yeah Starbucks Double Shot The First Mass Market Caffeinated Cereal
0: I think it's real It's fake Oh thank God That sounds terrible <laughs> I know God. Um
1: I don't know if there if there has been a coffee flavored cereal. It seems like like some small brand must have done it like as a stunt, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean I, I think it doesn't sound that illogical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I mean
1: we all pour coffee on our cereal, right?
0: Well, and think about coffee ice cream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Coffee ice cream is like the taste of, of very sweet coffee with cream, and I think that you could approximate that in a cereal.
1: Some small percentage of our listeners is going to come away for this believing that I pour coffee on my cereal, and I'm fine with that. Uh, <laughs> hop pan flakes.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Good answer. I don't either. Oh, so, God. IHOP put out a press release saying with a with a picture like a Photoshop box of IHOP panflake cereal, saying this is coming soon. It hasn't happened, and it's it's, it's, it's not never clear come? yet whether it's a whether it's a corporate joke.
0: Wow! Remember
1: when IHOP briefly said they were going to change their name to IHOP International House of Burgers?
0: No, I okay. don't keep up with the, with the IHOP press releases. Okay,
1: well maybe maybe you should start. Okay, uh, Duncan caramel macchiato. Wait, I literally just said I didn't know if there was a coffee-flavored cereal, and then I said Dunkin' Caramel <laughs> Macchiato, which I'll just spoil, is real.
0: It's real. Yeah. Okay. Pokemon. <laughs> real.
1: Yes. Muir Glen Tomato Crunch.
0: Oh, fake.
1: Yeah. Muppets Gonzo's Nose Candy. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, this should be in a candy quiz. That's fake. Yeah.
0: That's fake.
1: <laughs> Green Onion Chex. <laughs> That's
0: fake. Fake. Green you Onion Chex really... is real. Oh, uh, Real? Really? <laughs> Wait, is it made especially for making Chex mix with?
1: Green Onion Chex is a cereal that was launched as a uh, special edition in uh, South Korea. And uh, they uh, they did taste it. They got it their hands on a box at cereallessly.net and tasted it and said that it was terrible with milk, but as a snack was quite tasty.
0: Huh. Okay. Okay.
1: Dust Bunnies. <laughs>
0: That's fake.
1: It's fake. Minions vanilla vibe. That's real. Yeah. Mashups, frosted flakes plus fruit loops. That's real. Yes. Mashups, grape nuts plus corn pops. That's real. It's fake. <laughs> that oh. would be all the grape nuts would fall to the bottom of the box, and like those they're literally opposite <laughs> textures, which
0: I might I've, be good. I've never had grape nuts.
1: I like grape nuts. They're they're like, I think the ultimate constipated dad cereal. <laughs> Uh, but they're very tasty.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Tim Hortons Fruit Loops Donut Dream. That's fake. It's real. Oh God. Okay. Baby Yoda cereal. I always already said was real. Game of Thrones. Winter is crunching. <laughs> It's fake. It's fake, but I was very, very proud of myself.
0: <laughs> you should be.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So, wait, Matthew, while you were reading the quiz, which, by the way, bravo. Thank that was you. really great. I opened up my Ziploc bag of Hershey's Kisses cereal. Okay.
1: I have to finish and, the s'mores, which is getting soggy, before I can pour another cereal in my bowl.
0: And I really want you to smell the Hershey's Kisses cereal. Like, stick your nose mm-hmm. in the bag, because I want you to tell me what you think it smells like. For me, it, it smells like some, exactly like something else.
1: Okay, I think this cereal is going to be bad, by the way. Hmm. I mean, to me, it kind of smells like nothing.
0: Oh, I think it smells exactly like an old-fashioned donut. Exactly. Like an
1: old-fashioned, uh, an old-fashioned smells... donut has a different smell from other donuts?
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think so.
1: I mean, I would. It sm- I do this like smells an old-fashioned fried. donut. This
0: smells like fried dough.
1: Again, I keep pouring too much cereal. I'm going to have to dump this one. Um, okay, let's eat some Hershey's Kisses cereal. Hmm. No, I don't like it. Hmm.
0: Notice how it's immediately
1: coloring the milk. It is immediately coloring this, the milk. This cereal looks so much like dry dog food, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yes. Yeah. You know what? I don't mind this. It's very cocoa I mm-hmm. I don't want this for breakfast, though, and I don't love the aftertaste.
1: Yeah. I almost feel like it's not sweet enough, but it has 12 grams of sugar per serving, so that's like double what my mom would have allowed. I uh- wonder if I could have convinced her to let me eat half a bowl. <laughs>
0: You know that was better than I expected.
1: Yeah, I still don't like it. Could you please vamp while I dump my cereal bowl?
0: <laughs>
1: That's not what I expected. I came back and I saw that Molly's little uh, like sound indicator was going like clearly Molly was vamping, and then I picked it up and it sounded like Molly was being like eaten by squirrels. No.
0: I was just doing a little freestyle mouth jazz.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> uh, I mean, are, which doesn't not sound like Molly getting eaten by squirrels. <laughs> okay, where should we go next?
0: I think that we need to go to Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros.
1: Sold.
0: Okay, all right. So this was June's first choice for tasting. She tried it dry when we were driving home from your house in the car,
1: and oh, they're she big.
0: loved it. They're, they are big. Okay.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't been trying these dry, but I just tried this one dry. It's very good.
0: It sure smells like cinnamon toast crunch.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. You know, I forgot how cinnamon toast crunch kind of like it's never quite as great as you think it's going to be with the milk on
1: it. I disagree. I think I think it's every time it's just as great as I thought it was going to be, and I think this. I don't think I, I don't think I like this better than original cinnamon toast crunch, but it's it's almost as good or as good to me
0: the texture is is nice although i kind of do like the the like flat Mm -hmm. kind of wafery square of of regular cinnamon toast crunch i don't know if you were going to buy a cinnamon toast product would you buy this or regular ctc
1: if i were going to buy a cinnamon toast product i would buy um stouffer's cinnamon toast lasagna (laughs) i would buy regular ctc I mean, what cereals have you been eating lately? Do you do you buy dry cereal? I know you make your own granola. Everyone knows that.
0: Yeah, we also do buy uh, cereal. And we tend to buy probably all cereals that your mother would not have allowed you to have. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that my mother would not have allowed me to have either. We buy Honey Nut Cheerios. Good call. We buy Frosted Mini Wheats. Mm-hmm. And we buy Cinnamon Life.
1: Yeah, those are all... Primo cereals. I love them all. We just finished mm-hmm. off a family sized box of frosted mini wheats. I noticed frosted mini wheats, like they have they have like a new slogan that's something like one one bowl and you're not hungry again until lunch. They, yeah, they, that
0: is so false.
1: It's it's not true, but I like how they try and back it up with a scientific study that that seemed like they describe this in uh you know like with not much detail on the box. And it seems like the study consisted of giving people cereal and then asking them like at 30 minute intervals. So how hungry are you and i would have enjoyed participating in this study like i get free cereal i get to sit around and do nothing and get paid five bucks probably mm-hmm. no I, I would love
0: to do this i gotta say so far the the the, the ctc churros are, are my least favorite really yeah it's not that i don't like them it's like i think i would just would never choose them okay i think they're fine I think actually all of these are are quite good cereals. None of these is terrible. I, I noticed you didn't buy any that are like fruity, Mm-mm. so that seems wise. If you had bought yeah, like, like I don't strawberry into fruit loops, or something, yeah, yeah, I I find artificial berry flavors to be really. Uh, not Yeah, I agree. Okay, wait a minute. So you're still working your way through the, the churros, huh?
1: Just finished the churros.
0: Okay. So, uh, our last one is Lucky Charms Honey Clovers.
1: Okay, so this one's so, going to have lots of marshmallows, right?
0: Yeah, although, God, Matthew, so I got to tell you, uh, this is the one that my child, when we were driving home from your house, I said you can taste two of the four cereals. Oh. She, she chose the CTC real dilemma. churros first, and she loved them. Then she chose the Lucky Charms Honey Clovers. She tried those and she loved them. And then she said to me that night, Mama, can I have one of these cereals for breakfast in the morning? And I said, not for breakfast, but you can have it like for a snack later in the day. So yesterday she got to have her sugary cereal snack. And she chose the Lucky Charms honey clovers. And it frankly looks to me like she took most of the goddamn marshmallows out of it.
1: You know what? I poured myself some. I don't think anyone in my house has been stealing marshmallows. And it's not a marshmallow heavy mix.
0: No, I mean, I, I have got probably half of what you gave us uh, in this baggie. And I think mm-hmm. I have like four marshmallows in it.
1: Um, I don't like this at all. You can just you can think of this as is I know you haven't tasted it yet. Maybe either either I'm trying to like prejudice your opinion or just like set the set low expectations.
0: Oh. Hmm. That's weird.
1: Yeah. Lucky Charms has periodically I learned this of course from serialistly.net, periodically marketed like you can buy a bag of just the marshmallows, which sounds like I don't like Lucky Charms marshmallows. It sounds like, you know, now you can buy a bag of garbage.
0: Okay, <clears throat> I gotta say, so when June was eating a bowl of these with milk yesterday afternoon, she loved them so much. She could not stop talking about them. She even, like, after her second or third bite, sat back from the table and did a very theatrical chef's kiss of the fingers. Like, oh. she loved these so much.
1: I just noticed there's supposed to be a unicorn head mushroom, mushroom <laughs> marshmallow oh, in here no. somewhere. <laughs> Unicorn head mushroom sounds like something that would get you like super fucked up.
0: (laughs) I'm seeing a heart.
1: I'm seeing. These are things you're seeing after eating the unicorn head mushroom.
0: (laughs) I'm seeing a blue moon. (laughs) <laughs> a broken rainbow, and then this thing that's mostly orange but has kind of like a yellow at one end and a like line going through it. Is that supposed to be like a present with a bow on it?
1: Hmm. I'm a shooting star, maybe.
0: Hold on. I'm. I've got something purple in here. I'm trying to identify. Or maybe
1: it. like a like a, a like a king or queen with a with a star for a head. I'm not sure. Okay. Um,
0: well, anyway, I don't like this at all. And in general, um, I think June usually has. Pretty good taste in things,
1: mm-hmm, but, not, but this I, not this time.
0: Not this time.
1: No, no. I think the flavor of the of the clovers is terrible. Like it's not just that I it's object terrible. to the marshmallows, but it's, it's like, very bad.
0: It's like weird. Uh, so it starts out actually tasting like nothing, and then you, the more you chew the clover, then it sort of
1: turns into like a
0: manufactured honey flavor.
1: It sucks. Wait,
0: I'm pouring myself more of the s'mores.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be just as good the second time around.
0: I'm pouring myself a a
1: proper bowl of the s'mores. I'm going to buy this cereal again. Of the four we tried, the s'mores is the one, like, I didn't think I was going to buy, like, any of these enough to, to, like, put them back on the shopping list, but I'm 100% buying the s'more cereal again.
0: Okay, I'm going to eat it again and we'll see. Oh, yeah. It's also a textural thing. It's like really nice
1: texture. Yeah, like the textural contrast, like the, the texture of the squares themselves. Like, I wonder if you put these up. Are, are these, I don't know who makes golden grams. I don't know if this is literally just golden grams going under an alias with some other stuff thrown in. I would eat just the gram part. Mm-hmm. You know, or the gram parts we watched. Oh my God. I love the crunch of this in my mouth. Okay, so um, this is now uh, like we did. We've done four hundred and fifty-five episodes of like a comedy food show. This is now a show where we just talk really earnestly every week about Honey Made S'mores cereal, what it's doing for us, like at this time in our lives and in the life of of uh, this this little planet we call Earth. Is there anything else we need to say before we sign off? Mm-mm. Okay, so. Again, thank you for listening to the show. Please support us by uh, going to SpilledMilkPodcast.com slash donate and becoming a subscriber. We're not going to bug you about it until this time next year. So enjoy that too. You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. Literally just said that. Uh, We've got transcripts there now. You can read all about it, literally. And Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. Have you tried any of the cereals that that I mentioned in the cereal quiz or another uh, recent cereal uh, debut? Let us know.
0: Hey, uh, those honey s'mores. Honey uh, honeymaid, call me. I'm 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 available for sponsorship opportunities.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's made by it's made by Post, so Post or honeymade or whoever else was involved in the in the uh, forging of this masterpiece. Bravo! Bravo! Good this good is, forging. Uh, I think
0: I think this might be a perfectly engineered food product. I think
1: it might be. And someone and mentioned now that we're going to have transcripts, we're not going to go back and transcribe back episodes. I don't think, but uh, you can now like search and keep track of like when we've called something a perfectly engineered food product. And I think that's the first time since we introduced the transcripts.
0: Oh. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, You know, admittedly, I have not tried them dry. I've only had them with. Yeah,
1: I'll probably snack on a (laughs) cup dry this afternoon. I'll let you know. Okay. Have you noticed the marshmallows? Like when we were kids and they had colorful marshmallows and then Lucky Charms, they were like barely even pastel colors. Like they did not have the technology to really dye a marshmallow effectively. And now these are lurid marshmallows.
0: I'm just trying not to look at that cereal yeah.
1: anymore. Uh, yeah. There's so much wrong with this cereal. Give it a try. yeah uh, <laughs> Our producer is Abby Circatella. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Let's make this episode longer.
0: Uh, we thanked Abby, and that's the most important part of every episode is mm-hmm. when we thank Abby, to be fair. Uh, and I, I think that's it.
1: Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I just realized uh, the first the first uh, cereal on the quiz smart food, Captain Crunch's Crunchberries popcorn. Uh, wait, I thought I had a joke there, but then now that I like play it back in my head, it's not funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: <laughs> I was gonna Okay, the joke was gonna be, what if it was seafood Captain Crunch's crunch berries? <laughs> but that doesn't need not only is that a gross idea, well, but it doesn't even make sense. Well like, but the the, the, the the like captain usually ha- is a captain of a boat. I was yeah, I was thinking of like Long John if there's like a Long John Silver cereal that had like fish sticks and like what else do you get besides fish sticks at like a seafood chain restaurant? Like like popcorn shrimp like a lobster and like all in like cereal bit form but like flavored like fake with like artificial seafood flavoring that would be a bad cereal i'm matthew amster burton
0: <laughs> i love how you didn't even like breathe after <laughs> finishing that i couldn't i'm molly weisenberg
1: i got a boxes. bowl
0: and a spoon and a partial carton of milk and There's a bag a destination full of cereal. A little up the road <laughs> where we
1: eat a whole lot of cereal. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers, need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' cold K-cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice, straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.